You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for The Secret Circle. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Secret Circle news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for The Secret Circle! I have been waiting for that all season. <laughs> welcome, welcome everybody to your mid-season finale, season one, episode nine of The Secret Circle, entitled Balcoin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I nice. saw the title of this episode before the episode aired, and I was like, Balcoin? That doesn't even make sense. Yeah. It's not even a word. And, and I saw you when that light bulb went off. You were like, that. I was like, that's the name <laughs> of the episode. I get it now. <laughs> Anybody. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> I am your host, David Skivelity, joined by the ever-lovely Billy Nellis. Hi. And Mia Smith. Hello. And in the booth, we got DJ Jesse Janity. <laughs> oh, thanks, David. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. It's been a long night. Okay. Let's jump right into Let's it. Let's do it. Let's I mean, go for come it. on. There's a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of time to talk about it in. Mm-hmm. And it's our mid-season finale. I mean, it just happened so quickly. I'm I know. Really I know. upset about Where that. Where does the time go? Yeah. Literally. <laughs> Where does the time go? <laughs> I just joined this. I know. Show. I know. You just joined us last episode, <laughs> and now it's over until yeah, January fifth. Done. Yeah. Done. Mm. Anyway. Okay. Let's jump right in. Yes. Grandma's memory is. In case you were sleeping, now you're awake. Messed up. <laughs> That's okay, but it is screwed it is up. Foggy. It's foggy. It's foggy. <laughs> That's what it is. It's foggy. It's foggy. Something went wrong. Something went wrong. Charles, we saw a couple episodes ago, I want to say three episodes ago, knocked her out. Last episode brought back her memory. In this episode, we're seeing, and I think we got a little hint of that at the end of last week's episode, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but Grandma's memory is broken. Broken, And I think <laughs> yeah. he brought her back a little too far, because I think what he intended to do was to erase her memory of what happened on the docks mm-hmm. and just what happened there, but he erased her memory back to before what happened at the boathouse. I don't know. I don't know if, if he erased too much. Or if he alters if how, or if it's scrambled, or if he alters how she remembers, you know, or if it's like pick, like it, it's like she has um, Alzheimer's. Yes, I mean it. It's very reminiscent of what Alzheimer's would be, and it might have been a. What's the word I'm thinking of? I don't know. <laughs> oh God! I'm not in your head. Totally just went brain dead. <laughs> um, like a repercussion of of doing a spell on her brain. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it definitely feels very, it feels very scrambled. It feels like she doesn't really know 
um, obviously she's not aware of like what time in her life she's in. Right. She's yeah. seen Cassie as Amelia. Um, she's referencing things that predate everything that's occurred so far mm-hmm. when she's speaking to people. Um, and you can see that Charles and Don didn't expect this. This wasn't the way this, what they did was supposed to go. Right. Something went wrong in what, in what Charles did. I, I mean, I have a strange feeling that they did the spell that they did and it went correctly. It did what they wanted it to do. It's backfiring. But it's backfiring and it's yeah. sort of maybe like, because they're messing with her brain, maybe it caused a tumor. Or maybe they just messed with a spell that... Or they're they didn't doing... Know what yeah. did they, they didn't know what it did. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. at, as evidenced by what happened 16 years ago, which we still... They didn't understand right. their power. Exactly. And they they don't have personal magic and they're using a crystal, so maybe... Right. And it could have been way too strong. It did more mm. than they thought it would because they were using the crystal. The crystal amplifies power. Right. So if they were using a spell that should normally be performed under just your normal one person power. Yeah. Using that through the crystal magnified it. Right. So. And it's an elder crystal. Right. So by that logic, it did more than they thought it would. Right. And the thing that I think they're afraid of is it's going to give them away because Mm -hmm. the intention of what they did was just to make, to sweep under the rug, her finding the body. Right. But now that her memory is so messed up, Cassie is slowly going, I because she's already knows that something's wrong. She's Mm -hmm. going to figure out somebody did something to Jane. Right. And now here's my question to you. At the party, we saw Jane holding on to a mantle. Mm -hmm. Do you think, and she was shaking, do you think she's aware of the fact that her memory has been altered or that a spell has been placed on her? Part of her is like terrified. I think so. Yeah, and part of her is afraid of what, happened and what she doesn't know right maybe she's like splintered inside that's what i thought i thought when she was holding onto the mantle she was trying to figure out what was going on what was going on yeah and this is and we're talking about an elder here you know it's like she's, she's been around the block so i'm sure something like there. something went off in her hand and she's like why is this it, is not right yeah what was done to me i think that she i mean she still obviously understands power and she has the memory of that so i think that the more and more that it's brought to her attention that she is not remembering anything correctly, the more she's in her head realizing, okay, what happened to me? Why, mm-hmm. why is my memory wrong? Why is everything wrong? Um, and I think that, I mean, I guess it's more of a prediction, but I do think that when we come back, we're going to see that she is going to probably go to Cassie and be like, we need to figure out what happened to me. Something's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think she's terrified right now. And, and it's, I guess it's sort of, um, an allegory of when people have Alzheimer's, when they have those spells and they're like, they're oh, scared because yeah. they find themselves, they don't know where they are, they don't know what's happened. And that's terrifying to not know who you are and where you are and who's around you and what time, when you are or anything exactly. like that. That would be the, probably the most horrifying experience for a human being. Right. Um, to have that gone because that's who you are is your memory. Yeah. And so I can, I think that that's what or she's like coming in and out of it and like what where what's happening and that's what was the most interesting thing for me is that she's she is coming in and out of her own reality Mm -hmm. and we got a small piece of uh, the larger puzzle of what's been set up for us in the whole season when grandma talks to dawn about having a crush on john blackwell yeah Mm -hmm. always amelia said you always worshipped him exactly yeah, which yeah. was just a little like, a little like, 
<laughs> step forward into what has been set up for the whole season yeah. since we already know that John Blackwell is Cassie's father. Right. Um, keeping it with this, I feel like I feel like Charles and Don are going to set themselves up. I don't I don't I don't think they're as clever as they think they are mm-hmm. or as smart as they think they are. And and they're gonna let something out some kind of way and they're gonna mess up. Or Charles would be so overwhelmed with guilt. Right. right. I think that's what's that's going what to I think happen. too is not only I agree I don't think that they are as wise as they think they are. Mm-mm. And I also think that there is beyond Charles's guilt, there is also this such a rift between the two of them after what they did that that's what's going to also play a part in their unraveling because they're not going to be able to stay on the same page because they're consistently trying to one up each other and gain the the upper hand right and through that they're going to make mistakes and slip up i think as well and we saw in this episode don said whatever happened this was the spell you wanted to do from your family's book and whatever happens to jane is it's on on you you. right and i feel like she she keeps putting stuff on him. of course of course she does because she always wants to be the one in control she wants to have the power she wants the crystal desperately desperately and she was really aggressive about it today very aggressive yeah. Which just goes to show you her character. Mm-hmm. And I think in, at the end of the day, Dawn is the one who is least to be trusted out yes. of anybody. Yes. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, but on that note, we should talk about Diana and Holden and Melissa. And we get, we get to see the return of Melissa. Yay! She didn't die. She didn't die. She didn't die. Yes. Yet. Yet. <laughs> Um, unex- un- unexplained. She just well, she went. Her mom back. took her out yeah. of town because she know, was depressed. But and... like, I would have, you know, liked a little <laughs> bit more of an explanation. And then her cousin Holden, who was introduced, who we knew was coming, mm-hmm. but he was introduced in the mid-season finale mm-hmm. and as a new as potential. a new potential character as mm-hmm. a love interest for Diana. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I'm looking forward to. You know, like she did this whole big breakup, and it's like you know, don't just break up and then still see the dude you're with. Right. Right. I'm Over happy there. that like, she's getting a yeah. love interest and she's going to get another whole storyline of her own. I'm just kind of upset with the way that the character was introduced personally. How so? Um, I would have preferred a, a better explanation for him coming into town than just what to help Melissa deal with it was just, to help Melissa deal with her her grief with her oh. depression. He yeah. was brought to cheer her up. When, oh, yeah. Like when Jake was brought into the series, he came back because his brother died and he was there for the funeral and then he had an ulterior motive clearly but but it made a little more sense but it made more sense than this was just they wanted this character so they shoehorned him in exactly but that is a whack that is you know like he is family it could be anything his mom kicked him out that's why he could have had any reason he wanted to go to school here because they had a special program or whatever right he could have they could have had a better reason for him coming back into town like, than just like, hey, I heard you were depressed. I'm going to take a semester <laughs> off college. Off of UCLA. And yeah. just hang out with you in Chance Harbor. Yeah. My cousin, I, my, cousin, my cousins won't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get a phone call maybe more than um, once. But <laughs> My cousins show up and I go running for the hills. <laughs> Ow. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully they're not watching that. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys so much. Um, JK. But. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. What did you guys think about? Aside from him, the way he was introduced, what did you think about this whole, like... Look, I'm excited that he's going to be something for Dana. I found him kind of boring. There really yes. was nothing exciting he, about him. He was like, whatever. Yeah, it was very, very just on-the-nose introductory. I think that 
I'm, I'm obviously he's hopefully going to play more of a part when we come back. Mm-hmm. Um, but as of right now, uh, I don't really have any feelings toward him. Right. He was, he was, I mean, yeah. he was kind of charming, but it was kind of bland too. At the same time, I wasn't really that into it. It was, was very cookie cutter. Yeah. yeah. Right. There was nothing um, unique about him Mm-mm. at all. Nothing uh, at all. Yeah. Do you guys think he is magical? Or do you think he's like a non-magical character that they're introducing to us as an outsider from the circle? I don't know. I mean, I feel hmm. like if he's part of M- Melissa's family... In theory, but he couldn't be bl- he could not be blood-related. He could be a cousin by marriage. True. Could be. Yeah. I mean, it could. That would be interesting to see how one of the circle would do with dating somebody not of magic. <laughs> or maybe he's like half magic, half not. That's possible. Yeah. I mean, we most of these children that we've seen so far are from pure mm-hmm. quote unquote bloodlines of magic. Maybe right. he's, maybe he's maybe he's a mud blood. He's a mud blood. <laughs> he's a Hermione Granger. <laughs> no, she was a she's a mud blood. Yeah. She's no one in her no no none of oh, them. She them. was a muggle oh, right. who she's just had muggle. the power. That's right. That's right. That's right. But that's what they called uh Mudblood. Oh, right. So we use the term She's incorrectly. Half. Yeah. Whatever. Well, yeah. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Anyway. Hopefully, I'm, you know. She's not, he might not be pure. We'll leave it. <laughs> I'm a slight crush on her. This is not related, but you brought, so you brought her up. Okay. I have a slight crush on her. Oh, and my I'm God. Just watch Harry Potter, and I was just like, <laughs> Hermione. <laughs> Hermione's a powerful witch, but so okay. is Cassie, and Cassie's much more powerful. Yeah. As evidenced by this episode, when we find out even more about her bloodline. And I think we just need to dive into this because it yeah. was like everything it. with this episode was about. And we find out that the parchment that Calvin left for Cassie has a lot more meaning and strength behind it for Cassie mm-hmm. than she ac- if, first off realized. My mm-hmm. brain is not working. <laughs> It's like not computing with itself. Uh, And Jake helps her figure out that in between the papers, which is used to write messages, which I don't understand how you wouldn't have been able to just see through the parchment because it's old. You have to put it up. But they held it up to a light and he was able to separate it. And behind it, in between the pages, in between, I guess. The one page. The one page. The paper could be separated. Yeah. Well, I think the older parchment could be separated like that. Right. I'm paper like, was, I, <laughs> paper no was made differently. Right. Then. Well, <laughs> <laughs> clearly. I was impressed by a machine. <laughs> I was impressed by a human. Anyway, so they, they find out that the parchment, witches used to write messages in between the parchment and then put them back together so right. that it would be a secret. And in this parchment, in this particular one, is the entire Blackwell tree. Tree, But at the top of the tree, it says Balcoin. Right, mm-hmm. I think it was Francis Balcoin. was said, the full name. No, 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 that was in the book. Well, there was a word in front of Balcoin on the top of that that started with an F, was too, there? so I kind of... I thought it just... Because Francis Balcoin was where it started. Okay. And it said it was like France. It said something with an F, Balcoin, and then it did say family. And I think there were before. I think it was Francis because that when they when Jake did pull out the book, Francis Balcoin was the was the initial part of that bloodline. Yes. And so okay. I, I'm pretty sure piecing that back together. That's what that said. Francis Balcoin would have been okay. the original. Yeah. Of where dark magic. The dark magic. Came. Isn't this a 
started. Isn't it amazing how Cassie is just like the ultimate freaking witch? Like, her dark magic goes back to the beginning of dark magic. Her good magic goes back to the beginning of good magic. I mean, this woman is powerful. She is the, probably the most powerful witch, witch in Chance Harbor that if we've met so far. World. <laughs> yeah, if not the world, world, if she's got the beginning of both good and bad right. in her blood. Her power is limitless. Limitless. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. <laughs> like they could really take this. They could take it anywhere. They really could. Um, oh, what was I gonna say? She found out about her family tree. Oh yeah. Jake acted weird. Jake was <laughs> acting weird. She found out about her family tree. What pissed me off uh-huh. about this is that she has the parchment. At the top mm-hmm. of it, it says Balcoin, and he read that and he got weird and left and she still went to Diana and searched on the internet Blackwell. Right. Yes. When on the top of the piece of paper it it does not not say say Blackwell. Blackwell. Cassie's not that bright. I mean the bottom of that page said JB and And she she never thought it was her she didn't immediately. No she thought it was her grandma. (laughs) Yeah. She didn't even say oh it could be oh but it could Right, and then it took her until they opened it for you to be like, I should have known it was Blackwell. Like, we knew that the minute we saw it. Right. (laughs) This girl is kind of dense. This is your dad. To say the least. Yeah. She might be the most powerful witch, but she's not the smartest girl. Which is so strange to see, like, a protagonist, like your main character, be so sort of dense, because... That's what I'm saying. Like, Typically why my mom kept a shelter? I'm sure of it. I, I mean, that's just logic. <laughs> that is logic. I mean, it says the only person on that piece of paper that had the name Blackwell was her father's name. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to, because I like Cassie. Okay, play devil's just, advocate? Yes. Okay. Well, no, I'm just going to put the blame somewhere else. I'm going to okay. put it on the writers because we know how the CW gets. Well, yeah. I mean, I get it for the sake of like the episode to get it to move forward. But, yeah. And she, like, she so that it's revealed to us by a villain yeah. that. The Balcoin family. Yeah. yeah. But it just makes her look really dumb. It makes it her look real really stupid. <laughs> like if I saw if I saw initials of my parents, my first thought would be them. Right. Okay, and let's assume that my grandma had the same initials, then I would think both. Like who? Which one could it be? Yeah. Right. Something. Yeah. yeah. It Least. was it was just it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't. Y'all better stop talking about Cassie. She's the most powerful witch in the world. <laughs> I know. I mean that we've met so far. I mean, who's to say that there aren't more witches coming that could be more powerful than her. This is right. true. Um, but we do find out that the, the Balcoin family is the original family of black magic. Yeah. And Jake is freaked out. Mm-hmm. He goes and tells his head witch hunter, man, friend, whoever he is, leader, that he didn't realize that. He tells him that they have to consult a council council of witch hunters mm-hmm. to figure out what their next step is to is going to be right because they can't kill her because they can't just kill her because she's too powerful she's too powerful mm-hmm. there's n- they don't know how to diminish her power and get rid of her and throughout the whole episode they're getting ready for this Party uh, fundraiser, fundraiser yeah. the Maritime Memorial fundraising Thank gala you. Oh, no. at someone's house. <laughs> it's at someone's house. That's some bunk gala. <laughs> it's Chance Harbor. Yeah. I don't care. They don't. Mystic have... Falls can put together a better gala than that. Mystic well, Falls, Mystic Falls is pretty they have like, their stuff in the house too. Too. Yeah. yeah, they the do. House. The Lutner House. house Everything's at the Lutner House. Bigger, though. <laughs> well, yeah, but I. I don't know. It was bunk. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let it slide for now. I'm not, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and Jake is 
set to leave the next morning as he finds out they're gonna go. He's not gonna take Cassie like she wants him to go to the party with him and then they go to the party together. Oh, wait, be- before we get on that, I yes. quoted his line because I thought that was Do. hot. <laughs> oh, wait, he said, oh my gosh, stupid phone is taking too long. When she was over there begging him. Right. Oh. What did she say? She said, he said, this isn't me acting like a jerk. I'm being nice. I'm not interested. I was just like, Shh. Yeah, it was cold. Yeah. I mean, he was <laughs> clearly, we can start to see in this episode that Jake is actually genuinely starting to care. He's so conflicted. For Cassie. And he is very conflicted. And we saw at the end of the last week's episode that he is told to make a decision whether he's part of the circle or he's going to be a witch hunter. Yeah. And we see him in this episode so torn to the point where you can tell that he wants to be with Cassie, but he doesn't know how to express that and how that, what's that? And what that will do. And what does that mean? Exactly. And what it means. in his new world. It's all very confusing for him. Not for me, because I'd love to see them together. Me too. I just like to see him. <laughs> we all want to see more of Chris Zoka. <laughs> Actually, I never, really, I wasn't really feeling him until this episode. There's something about how stoic he was when he was like standing in front of her, both when he was dissing her and when he was also just like, "Hey, I want to." You I could like swim you. in those dimples, though. <laughs> like, are you kidding? Oh my god! <laughs> Genius. That's a great mental picture. <laughs> you doing a backstroke in his dimples. <laughs> Genius. Um, but anyway, all that was to say, I thought he was sexier this yeah. episode. Yeah, he's, I think he, his vulnerability is. Makes him a little. Makes, makes him, more him more attractive. attractive. Yeah. Yeah, considering we've seen him be such a bad guy and with mm-hmm. such bad intentions throughout the whole season so far. And now he's put into a place, into a position where he has to save Cassie. Right. Because we see her get kidnapped and. Well, before that, he's told that they need to take her. Right, he's told, and that that's they... uh, that's when he decided he was going to save her. I'm pretty, yeah. right. I'm firmly positive that that scene in his bedroom, he wasn't going to take her to them. He was no. going to get out of there and and well, where save do you her. think he was going to take her? I thought anywhere. The same thing. I think he was just going to go. Like just he like just run. needed to yeah. run with her. I think so. He was definitely. I mean, if he really was wanting to kidnap her, he would not have let her go to her house exactly by herself. With the potential for her to run away from him if he was wanting to take her to somebody. I mean, granted, if he wanted to protect her, he should have not let her just leave by herself no matter what. Exactly. But if he was wanting to kill her, he wouldn't have let her out of his sight, I don't think. So I was firmly in the belief that at that moment, he was acting in her interest and wanting to save her and get her out of there. I agree. But what Adam saw and then tipped her off, they... It pulled it apart. It ruined it. Right. It ruined everything because she was already distrustful of him at that point when she got the text from Adam saying that Jake is a witch hunter. And now she's she's sort of in this position where she doesn't know if she can trust him, but she wants to because Mm -hmm. she has feelings for him. Yeah. And she gets kidnapped anyway. What I find it so interesting, though, is that they were even waiting there for her, almost like they didn't think that he would do it. They oh, didn't. Of course. They didn't. Of course they didn't. The but they needed to they needed to get her away from the gala mm-hmm. where she wasn't going to be seen with around a whole bunch of people. I mean, this was the easiest way for them to to get her to get to her alone her. pretty yeah. pretty yeah, much. I mean, unlike <laughs> our dense protagonist, um the witch hunter is smart and he knew once he threatened 
to take Cassie that the first thing Jake would do is try to rescue her. Right, because he could tell that she had he had feelings for mm-hmm. her. Anyone could tell except for Adam. No, I think Adam <laughs> can tell. You think? <laughs> I think. I know. Well, yeah. And then he was all bad boy. I'm going to protect Cassie. And Faye was just like, no, he's going to do it for, for Cassie. <laughs> for Cassie. <laughs> was that was like, a oh, sweet sh- moment. I mean, because Faye has been, mm-hmm. you know, sort of wanting to get back together with Jake, sort of, because she doesn't want, she wants him for herself. Yeah. Right. I mean, he's sort of broker, I think. Exactly. To an extent, yeah. at least. And we see her in this episode being sort of the Jake reader. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whisperer. I know Jake. No, I know him better than anybody else, and I can tell when he's lying and when he's telling the truth, which mm-hmm. apparently she can. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> realizes that he has her best interests at heart. Mm-hmm. For Cassie. For not the Cassie. Circle. For Cassie. And we do see him at the end of the episode sort of oh, save yeah. the day, even though Adam was the one who actually saved Cassie. Right. Jake. But wouldn't have been able to without Jake's yeah. magic. Exactly. Mm-hmm. To, to create that diversion. To get him on the, right. the boat. To get him on the boat. Yeah. Which was very creative. Was very creative. Did you guys think that Jake was going to get off the boat? I don't know why he didn't. I don't know why he didn't or either. Just dive, swim back. Like it's just water. I think I think I wanted him to. A part of me knew that he wouldn't want because he told Adam, save her, I'll go away. And also because for the longest time, well, well we don't know for how long, this witch hunter group has been his family. That's true. Right, which was also so interesting is that I was kind of like waiting for that uh, the head witch hunter whose name we don't know, but after Cassie did get away, um, he didn't re he didn't take anything out on Jake. He sort of just was like, "You're a fool," right? I but was I was like, "Is he him. gonna stab him? Is he gonna punch him? Like, what is he gonna do to Jake?" And they did nothing to him. I was I was like waiting for some something else to occur in that moment. As was I. But uh, earlier on in the episode, he does tell Jake that we need to get Cassie on our side to fight fire with fire, like we have done with you. Right. And I think. At but he didn't even point, like. I was like, maybe he's gonna hit him, like something. He something. didn't do anything. He did absolutely but nothing. I was like, he's he taking did. this rather well. <laughs> True, but also coupled with what you said, he was also just like, you know, we found you all sad and broken and da da da. So I'm thinking that maybe, in some screwed up way, there's like a father son relationship there, right. or like mentor I, mentee. I think so, of. and. Maybe a little more than we've seen. I think yeah. there might be a lot of things that we haven't experienced in Jake's world yet mm-hmm. that hopefully will be explained to us when we come back. Yeah. But Because why else would he stay? And why else would the guy not do anything to him? You but know? in the same respect, why would he then choose to save the circle? I think also he's a little afraid of Jake, too. I well, think yeah. they're afraid of Jake. They have to be afraid of Jake. Do you guys also think that maybe he's doing it to see what they're up to because he said there's so much that we just found out and you don't know. Uh, Mm. So it's almost in a way to kind of even protect Cassie more. He's got to go find out, keep them on his... So he's kind of the middleman still because he saved Cassie, so they kind of trust him. But he's going to find out what it is that... Right. And and like Mia said, he did say to Adam, if we if you help me save her, I'll leave. That's true. And so yeah. I think he, he was that. staying to his word, I, yeah. I guess, and proving that they could trust him, even though he was still going back. With exactly. Her. And I think the biggest cliffhanger that we got out of this episode uh. from the mid-season finale <laughs> is that there is another 
Blackwell child in the circle. Yeah. I don't know, is how did the witch hunters figure this out? Well, you know, they're very clever and um, <laughs> and you know, they they clever, they got a lot of things back. going on. <laughs> <laughs> they have to be. You know, they have to be one step ahead of the witches if they want to yeah. eradicate them. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure just as we've seen that the witches have a bloodline of witches, the witch hunters of do course. have a bloodline of witch hunters. Hunters. Yeah. So I'm I very love that cliffhanger. I'm very intrigued also. I mean, the cliffhanger is huge, but I'm also with this council that's been brought up is to, to see who is on this council. And on I, the witch hunter council? Yes. yes. Because we've also been told about the elder council. I want to see that too. So, But I have a feeling that somebody's going to be on the witch hunter council who that we, we don't, don't expect. expect. Yes. Ooh. I think so who too. has information. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think so too. Yeah. But I think on that note, we should head to a commercial break. Yeah. <laughs> The biggest new media platform on the web just got bigger. More bandwidth, smoother streaming, lightning, fast download. Don't get technical with me. AfterBuzz TV is making the jump to hyperspace. Join the fun at your number one source for after-show entertainment. Look at the size of that thing. AfterBuzz TV. Welcome back, everybody. We are going to jump right into our Secret Circle news and gossip. We're going to head into the booth with DJ yes. Jesse Janity. Y'all coming in? Yeah. yeah, we're all going to come in. Make room. Uh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Secret Circle Preview, trouble for Charles and Don. Mm -hmm. How do you spell disaster? Charles Spell will continue to do a number on Jane, who will get increasingly foggy. Uh. It's going to cause immediate problems for Charles and Don, says, uh, who are we talking Andrew to? Miller. Andrew, Andrew Miller. Andrew Miller. Yeah. Uh, Precarious as the situation is for those two, it could be worse for Cassie. The last family member she has is drifting away from her, and it will affect her drastically. Ugh. Speaking of Charles and Dawn and their recent screw-up. Mommy dearest, someone has taken notice of the grown-up's behavior. Charles's mother, played by Stephanie Kramer, she's pissed, says Harold, and she's very good at covering that. Not to mention, she's a very powerful elder. Maybe more powerful than we've seen her with Henry and Jane. Uh, she will certainly have abilities to sense things, adds Miller. Mom will also have something to say, say about Charles's parenting skills or lack thereof. So we're going to meet another elder. Another elder. Yes, a powerful one. Yeah. So... Fresh Meat, the estrogen-heavy show, is getting a dose of testosterone. There are more hot guys coming, yeah. laughs Miller. They're in, a <laughs> they're in a bus right now. They're coming from Friday Night Lights. Ooh. He may have been joking around, but an FNL sex pot really is coming. As we first reported, Greg Damon is headed to Chance Harbor as a very dangerous guy, previews the EP. He is confident and cocky, has a different kind of power than we've seen. One of our characters will be drawn to him in a way that could prove dire for some of our other characters. Oh, uh, real quick, who's Gray Damon? Gray Damon was on Friday Night Lights. Yeah, he was also um, on The Nine Lives of Chloe King on ABC Family, and he was in season three of True Blood, I believe. Okay, so I, I know his face. I just have to look him up. Yeah. Um, I think, it, I think it's going to be Faye. I, yes. Mm -hmm. Do you think? I think so. Um, He's going to pull her to the dark side. I have a feeling it's going to be Cassie. Mm. Really? Yeah. That could be oh, good. she's going to be the... 
the ringer of this show. <laughs> she gets all the boys. She yes. gets all the boys. I mean, it's basically about her. Yeah. Let's yeah. not split hairs here. Um, well, quick no. note to producers of this show, lesbians watch it. Also, we would appreciate some hot girls. There's so many girls. <laughs> There's tons. I said of hot. Girls. I said hot. What, what girls are? You don't think any of the girls are you hot? You don't think Fair Diana no, they're are all, hot? They're all cute and adorable. I think Cassie's. Gorgeous. I'll give Cassie you that. has there's moments when they like her very well and when she's in like when she's passionate about something where I'm just like ooh get it Cassie. I think but Diana's hot. They just don't let her be hot. Exactly because they oh, want okay. Cassie. But to Diana's be gorgeous. The hot girl. I think Diana's the most beautiful of the four. I think so too. Right. But you know they've made her look a little bit more dowdy. Yeah. But the guys that they put on these shows like Jake just comes in and he's like you know sex on a stick. <laughs> well their target audience is teenage girls. Yeah. Who are unfortunately more often straight. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> or so, or so no. <laughs> All right. Ahead, well, continue. speaking of love, we have a love triangle with Melissa's cousin Yay. providing a nice distraction for Diana. Adam will finally start to let it sink in that it's really over between them. That means good things for the Adam and Cassie fans. He'll have no choice but to say, there's a girl that people keep talking about me being destined to be with, mm. reveals Miller. What does that mean? If nothing's going to happen with Diana, maybe I should look at the short blonde girl. Oh. Okay. Back to Cassie. Back but to we Cassie. did get a spo uh, spoiler, I think it was a week or two ago, uh -huh. uh, where they said they'll tease it, but it's not going to happen for a while. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it can't. They have, they have to extend that. You mm. know? I don't think it'll happen, but I think he's going to start to realize there's something to look Eventually, at. Eventually, I think. Do you guys feel anything for their characters, though? As a couple? No. Yeah, no. Absolutely not. You know what? In the first episode, I did, and then that since right. I think in the first episode, they like made it evident that they were meant to be together. But then ever since then, it sort of they just pulled them fizzled apart. and pulled them apart. That yeah. it's just like eh, I don't really care if they get yeah. together or not. Like no. almost her and Jake. I I really like her and Jake. Picture as like I'd, the iconic. Right. Couple. I prefer them as a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Uh, so a new third wheel as Nick's death continues to impact Charles and Dawn. They'll be forced to seek out support from an unlikely friend, hmm. Ethan Conant. He'll become a player in this power struggle, teases Miller. Meanwhile, the kids will start to wise up and suspect that their parents aren't so clueless about their witchy behavior in the next few episodes, especially revving up to 13. Ethan Conant is Adam's dad, Yeah, yeah. just in case you Ooh. were wondering. You know, I forgot that the parents don't know about them because it's so intertwined. I just, it's so right. You, my, it's not that everyone knows that they're exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, they everyone knows, but their parents haven't told them that they know. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, back to the past, wondering what happened 16 years ago. It doesn't seem like flashbacks are on tap, but Miller does offer this up. This. We're exploring ways to experience that past in what I think are really, really exciting. Interesting ways in very near future. Pretty soon, on the heels of the new year, we'll start to see more of the past than we've seen thus far. Harold jokingly adds for the fans of the Vampire Diaries, that whole event was documented on cave drawings. <laughs> <laughs> and despite recently straying from the L.J. Smith novels on which the show is based, Miller promises that the next batch of episodes will embrace the books more, especially as the show delves into the past. Like in the books, there's history there, 
about their kids all being born in the same year. Mm-hmm. We'll start to explore, he offers. Hmm. I have a, a quick question. Um, yes. This has always bothered me a little bit. How how old are these kids? Are, are they 16? They're 16. This Jake timeline is, is very weird to me with their parents strange. and how they died and had given birth to them. I, it's very okay. convoluted. I thought, I thought that was just me. I'm like, no, I yeah. The kids are it. supposed to be 16, but also a whole bunch of parents died 16 years ago, so it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, they were like, they were had newborns and then all of them died immediately after they had them like it's very weird it's it's they're i think they have to explain it a little bit better yeah. but that's and i think where that we're that's at. maybe what jake the, is older that's okay so that's why i'm like jake throws me off yeah, yeah no, jake's jake, older jake is supposed to be older the cousin uh what's his name again harold no, no um holden holden yes. he's Holden's in college co- he's in college yeah it's so, just this, the initial circle was all born in the same year, and immediately afterwards, the parents had that accident where yeah. they died. Gotcha. Like, you mean, as what I understand. That's what I think happened, yeah. too. Okay. So Got we it. have a special guest star, the Grim Reaper. Fans may need to get out their tissues again. Magic may prove fatal for someone before the season's over. When you start playing around with this stuff, you're going to get burned, warns Fire. Miller, adding, there are deaths coming. Which leads into my prediction from last week that mm. I think Melissa's the next to go. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, but I think she is. I have a feeling. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Okay. Hot <laughs> off the heels of Pretty Little Liars, star Tori DeVito is joining the cast of The Vampire Diaries. We've learned that her fellow... Pretty Little Liar Bianca Lawson, who plays Emily's girlfriend Maya, is joining the cast of The Secret Circle. Bianca will ride her broomstick into Chance Mm. Harbor for a quick visit in episode 10 and 13 as Melissa's cousin. Karima Glasser. No, that's the character's name. Karima Glasser. All right. Uh, Who knows why Karima's hitting up the harbor, but she might come arm in sexy arm with her brother, Holden who's rumored to be Diana's new love interest. Here's to hoping that Bianca will be on the secret circle for more than just a few episodes. We've been girl crushing on her ever since she played Kendra on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. There you go. I'm excited. I don't, know, I don't know if I've ever told you that I'm a huge Buffy the Vampire Slayer um, fanatic, Me and too. I loved Kendra on it. But is she going to have the accent? Because the accent was my favorite oh. part. Of uh, well, she doesn't, have the accent she doesn't have that accent for on Pretty Little Liars. Damn. And she didn't have that accent on Dawson's Creek. Or on Saved oh, by true. the Bell the or next generation. Or on Saved by the Bell. Well, she needs it. And, and I totally have a crush on her. So thank you, Secret Circle. You <laughs> are welcome. And on that note, let's head right into let's our predictions. It. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> oh, you tickled me. This is so great. Yes. Spit it out. I know you want she, to have something she's to She's like, all right, screw Melissa. <laughs> I right. know. Yeah, I'm good now. All right. So, I mean, I guess the biggest thing is the reveal that there's another Blackwell. And it, it has to be Faye. It, it has, has to, to be, be Faye. They wouldn't have given up the information that her mom was obsessed with John Blackwell if, 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 and they, then to, if it wasn't Faye. Exactly. And that is why I think also when we saw the conversation between Faye and her mom about how the relationship was so strained with Henry because Henry was Faye's dad's grandpa right. who probably knew that Faye was not his, his son's child. child. Yep. And that's why they did not like each other. Exactly. I think and it all... Spit it out. Go ahead. No, yes, and this <laughs> explains, it just made sense to me as you were talking, this explains why they were the only two that were able to see Faye's little self 
because they're the only ones that have that powerful magic. Exactly. And and also yeah. probably because they're sisters. They're and connected. because they're sisters. Yeah. Technically, they half would be sisters, half sisters. But they're sisters from the dark magic side. Yeah. It's very very convoluted. Do you I think like Grandma in the next season is going to figure it out? What's going on with her brain? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think they're gonna. I think it won't be fixed immediately, but I do think it'll be fixed before season one ends completely. Yeah, okay. that's why that, the elder's coming in. You know, she's going to She's gonna fix things put up. the pieces <laughs> together. Well, we actually have a caller on the line. Oh, we okay. do. Wow. This caller, you're on the line. What's your name and where are you from? Hello. Hi. Hi, Hello. caller. What, Hi. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Um, I'm Casey from Columbus, Ohio. Hi, Hi. Casey. How's it going? Pretty good. How are you, how are you guys? Good, awesome. thank you. What's going on? What are yeah, your thoughts? I, um, I had a quick uh, little thing to throw out there. Um, I know the at the beginning of the show we had the whole thing with the demons, mm -hmm. um, mm. and they kind of disappeared after uh, like a while. I was uh, wondering, uh, like, uh, what did you guys think of like? Um, I know every time a show starts, you try to think of the ultimate villain. Do you think uh, the demons have anything to do with the witch hunters, or how do you see a relationship with that? Do you see um, mm. possibility that question. we'll see them back? Do you think Cassie, possibility, um, her dark magic is a demon? I was trying to see what you guys thought about that. They dropped the ball on that, huh? They sort of did, but at the same time when we saw, I think this week, when Jake pulled out his family's spellbook mm -hmm. that the Balcoin family was depicted as Mo demons. Monsters. As monsters, yeah. yeah. I don't know that I would think that the demons are are the dark magic, but I would presume that the demons were born out of dark magic. And I think that her family maybe played a part in the demons coming to existence. But I don't think that they are actually the dark magic, if that makes any sense. I think that they're more like a a repercussion of it, um, something that dark magic tried to do and it backfired and it's mm. now created this thing. I can see that. Um, I don't know if I would think that they would be working with the witch hunters. I don't think the demons are that mm -mm. are like that powerful in that respect that they would be like able to converse with <laughs> witch hunters because they seem like I would presume that all demons are sort of like those snakes and and more creatures rather than sort of sentient beings. beings. Yeah. So um, I I don't know if they would be combined. I think that they're both threats to witches, though. Um, mm. Correct me if I'm wrong, and I could be because I make a lot of assumptions as I watch television. But did Don summon that demon? That demon was summoned 16, 16 years, years ago. ago. That demon was born out of whatever happened 16 yeah. years ago. I think the demons are a result of power gone awry. Yeah. But also there was the explanation given that demons come out whenever magic Wherever there is magic, there are demons. That was also said. So I think that they are a separate a separate problem for witches. Yeah. Apart from witch hunters. So, Casey, let me ask you something. What are you looking forward to seeing in the next part of our season one? What do you want to see? What are your uh, predictions? <laughs> um... I think we'll definitely see uh, a different side of Cassie mm -hmm. um, with her uh, secret power. Um, possibly. Uh, Good or bad. You know, some 
animosity between the circle. You know, it's, it's really it's really hard to say. <laughs> well, do you? So we. <laughs> Right before you called in, we've been talking about how we sort of think that that Faye is is the other Blackwell. Are you with us? Did you pick up on that and watching this week's episode that Faye um, is probably going to be the other Blackwell child in the circle? I uh, I actually really had no clue. Uh, that was a that was a pretty good guess, um, <laughs> but I really really wasn't sure who I would choose for that. Okay. Um, so, like, will they technically be sisters? Is that what you guys are saying? Or? Well, yeah, they yeah. would technically make them half-sisters, yes. I mean, okay. we did see that, like we said, um, through Jane's memory loss, mm-hmm. their confusion, she did say that Don was always always worshipped Blackwell. Amelia always said that. So I think that that was the foundational wor- groundwork yes. for us mm-hmm. to, to make that not be such a shock when it's revealed. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He cheated. He cheated. And do you think, Casey, um, are you looking forward to seeing Cassie's dark side in the beginning of next season? Because I know we did see that in the previews. Cassie sort of toying yeah. with her dark magic. And are you excited to see that side of her? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think it's going to make you know, her... I think she'll do a lot of, uh, maybe make some more mistakes, do something mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. She's looking forward to seeing something on the ornate. Yeah. 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 We're all sort of on the yeah, same. Yeah, we're page. all we're all right there. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Anything else you have to good. add, Casey? Um, uh, I was actually, uh, you guys uh, think the witch hunters are the like the ultimate threat, or do you think there's like another force or someone else, maybe not the demons or like something else that is threatening the circle? Because I'm not really convinced that the witch hunters are like the ultimate threat. I'm thinking maybe there's something higher, but I'm want to see what you guys thought about that. I, I'm i kind of with you on that. I think that we, so we sort of talked about this earlier in what the council is that the witch hunters mm-hmm. report to. And I think that when we come to learn more about the council, I think we're going to be surprised that it's not just witch hunters. I do think there's a yeah. bigger threat. That's something that's controlling the witch hunters. I, I would see that being a firm possibility. I, I definitely agree with that. Um, as far as a whole, as, as the bigger ultimate threat but for me the most immediate threat is is dawn i think she's so power hungry um that she's going to mess around and put these kids in danger more so than she already has yeah yeah i think also one of the biggest threats is themselves ultimately with with this with dark power within them i think that i don't think that cassie's gonna be the heroine i i'm putting that out there that I think that the dark no. magic is going to take Cassie over and she I'm might not you. be the ultimate hero through the rest of the season. I could see that happening very easily. I am 100% with you and have a feeling that Cassie, I know they've told us that there are deaths coming and it's very possible that Cassie could go straight into dark magic and be mm. one of those people to die. Yeah. What? Oh, I'm sorry. It's coming again? <laughs> <laughs> I said it. I put it out there. This is... I know this is like the one of the billboards is Cassie's face, but it's very possible that no one's safe in this. No world. one's safe in this world, and they could kill anybody off, and it doesn't have to be that is, about the first Cassie. Season. And it is the first season. Yeah, I don't want that to happen. It would be like, so like interesting if it did. It that would be, that would be the best shocker ever. Like that would be awesome. Kind of like <laughs> the end of The Departed. It's just. I haven't yeah. seen that movie. I haven't seen oh. that movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, Casey, thank Jessica. you so much for calling in. We hope we've been of some help. 
to thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for watching. Thanks for calling in. Yes. Hopefully, we'll talk to you again. Yeah. And bringing the demon topic back. All right. Good night, Casey. Good night. I think, was there anything else you guys were wanting to discuss before we break until January 5th? <sighs> I just, I, look, I'm going to, I really think that, I mean, we just talked about a little. I do think that that could be where this is going to go. That Cassie's not just going to dabble in dark magic, but succumb go to full it. full force. Because mm. now that the show has sort of positioned that there are two Blackwells. Right. Mm. That there are two people who have this power. One of them is going to succumb. Whether it's Cassie or Faye, no, without a doubt, one of them is completely Good going point. to go over right. to the dark one side. Of the, one of them's going to go full dark. One of them's going to have to go full And light. here's the thing is... I think that the show expects us to think it's Faye. I think so too. So they might, it and might I be a red think It would herring. be so much more interesting if it wasn't. And if Faye actually had to save them to overcome what everyone expects of her. Right. And, and step up. Whereas Cassie falls. Um, and I think it would be so, so cool. And so bold. If in the very last episode, either Cassie dies or sacrifices herself mm. for the, for the greater good, because she's fallen too far. That would be amazing. Um, were I the writer, that's where I'd go. Um, <laughs> I'm okay, I'm with you. There. Put it out there. Nat, I like that storyline. Not going to the death part, okay. but I do think it is set up for for Faye to take over. Because as we see, yeah, she's you know, what's a non curse word? She, she's not nice, right? She's we can say and bitch. She, okay. Yeah, just can say, say that. Well, she, <laughs> well, she is, and but at the same time. We see her soft moments, you know. And I was telling Jesse, I was just like, at, at the end, in, at the end of the day, Faye has a heart of gold. Cassie, on the other hand, this is new to her, this power, and and she doesn't just have the dark magic; she has powerful, good magic too. At the end of the day, it's it all turns out to just be powerful stuff. So it's right. it's natural to assume that once she starts dabbling with the the dark magic, that she may just. Yes. Just fall into it. Right? Yeah, and I and think that that's it. sort of the trajectory of Faye's character is to see her grow and mature and redeem mm -hmm. herself from her sort of bitchy ways. Right. Um, well, let's hope. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> right. I think so, though. Yeah, I think that it would be sort of cheap if she just was the one who fell to it. It'd be, it'd be too easy. It would yeah. be too, too easy. expected. And the show hasn't been like that so far, and so I it would it would sort of disappoint me, I think, if it that's would. what happened. It would. Um, but I'm very excited. I'm I'm excited I'm super to see stoked. who falls to the dark side in the second half of the season. Yeah, next I'm year. really excited to see all the elders. Yes, it's Bring gonna be elders. really exciting. But until January 5th, I know. we're gonna have to say goodbye, you guys. I, yeah. yeah. From everyone here at the Afterbuzz TV studios, myself, David Skifalitti, Billy Nellis, Mia Smith, DJ Jesse Janity. <laughs> I like I like this version. See you then. Good night and happy new year. Good night, Good night and happy new year. <laughs> it's so weird to say November. I know, right? See you next year. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.